What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're in the Fight Club recapping UFC 298, Volkanovski versus Taporia, where we saw a new champion be crowned in Taporia, and we'll get into all of it. But before we do, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on the card, how you feel about everything, what some of these fighters should do next, or who they should fight next. And as always, I'm Paul. Pick a win, Concha, and I'm joined with. Man, boy. Man, it's your boy, Kev. Water boy, Savoy, a.k.a. the Don P.Y., a.k.a. the realest on your screen. And damn, dog, Paul, you know how I fuck with Volk. But I was so loud in the last episode about Volk. You know how I fuck with Volk, kid. Old, great, old Volk, any Volk, whatever it is, but I can't lie to you, Paul. You got knocked the fuck out, man! Give me my gun! Unfortunately, that's exactly how it went. That's a, it's a sad case, bro. They even happens to your old, the best of them. It happens to your homies sometimes, bro. Oh, I'm talking when I saw my dog get... Because you looking at the combo Ilya, Ilya threw, right? Ilya threw hey, He looking at the combo. He threw... Huh, huh, huh. He missed all four. I'm like, there's no way. My dog both ain't letting him slide with nothing. And then next thing you know, with the hand of God, I felt like that was the biggest one-punch man moment I've seen so far. And, like, I watched Josh Emmett um, knock out Bryce Mitchell. Live. That was terrible, so, too. Like, I'm talking one punch. I'm talking. I watched Matt. I watched Max Holloway knock out Korean Zombie one punch. Like you feel me? I'm talking that boy Elliot Taporia brought everything he had. So fast, so quick, so sneaky. Boom! And Volk just said, "I'm not gonna lie. The featherweights have been on a spree of some devastating ass KOs." Bruh, this tells me how tough fucking Josh Emmett is to take that many punches from a motherfucker like this. Like. This motherfucker does not need judges. And that's how we have to start this motherfucking card off. Because shout out the new champion, Ilya Taporia, man. He's a fucking Spanish brawler. He came from nothing. He's part Georgian, so we fucking love him. But damn, my dog was number one pound for the pound like five months ago. Bro, we have to we'll just talk this fight. Yeah, we're talking this fight first because this it's really what stole the show. Not not just because Taporia won. I mean, it was a pick him on the odds. I feel like not a lot of people would have been shocked if you won, but the fashion he did that that not even but prior to that, like the first round, I felt like Volkanovski was doing his thing, but then Taporia lands a vicious ass leg kick. Like Volkanovski landed like seven leg kicks prior. Taporia lands one, and like Volkanovski's leg is just gone. That's fucking. He starts switching stances every now and then because that leg, that front, that front leg was gone, and. The people are explaining the foot like boxers, even boxers are breaking down Taporia. Like the way he uses, they're like, this is the best footwork we've ever seen in UFC. Like the way he was cutting off the cage and keeping a bulk on the cage. And that what's ultimately, they say, like the one thing you don't want to be on when you were fighting Taporia so far is the cage because that's where people go night, night. And it, and it has been vicious. It, you said everything, bro. It came from nothing, all that. But like they gotta add that boy's like twenty six years old, ain't bro, no homo. Twenty seven. He good looking, like shit, <laughs> shit, bro. He going back to Spain and slaying the hoes. Right? <laughs> oh no, bro, have you seen this lady? She's so bad. Like <laughs> he is. This is, bro. This is what you. This is legit. Like the textbook. Like 
this is a textbook Chad champion. Like this no is no one man should have all that power. And this motherfucker can dress. Nigga coming out in suits, clear like this is GSP if he got bitches. GSP with bitches is probably accurate. GSP bro. with bitches and nothing but knockout power. It's silver with a deep voice, bro. It, it's, oh. it's, it was state. It was like you weren't allowed to have all that. Like I said, not one man. Like Kanye said, no one man should have all that power, bro. He, bro, that I was saying that, like, bro, he, he, like, he. This boy got the money, got the, like, just got the the KO power. Can sub you if he want to sub you. Can he probably steal any girl he want. And like this, this man is. This man is gonna be the face. I, I will say I fucked with him and everything he stood for, but then he said like featherweight, trash ass division, like Sean. O- I think he called out Sean O'Malley. Um, who's the yeah? So I'm glad we're talking this fight first because that's something great. So like him as a champion is so deadly because he doesn't give a fuck, and I don't think he's gonna. I think he's gonna fight anybody for sure. And he's never going to duck anybody. But, like, he's going to go on them big money fights. He wants to go to Spain. He's probably going to try to fight Sean, try to fight um a big-name dude to see something crazy. But him at champion is insane. I'm they, not going to after that whole press conference, Yair's been hyped. Like, oh, I'm a oh, – Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Oh, that's fuck you. But, like, this is what – this is what's going to fuck Dana up, right? They put all that work into Sean O'Malley, tried to get Sean O'Malley popping, jumping, shit like that. Mm-mm. This is where legit all that foundation you put into Sean O'Malley is going to one place. Because I'm shocked because Dana didn't post fucking – Dana didn't post Iliad support and knocking niggas out, but fucking they said in one day, like, maybe I didn't – I got to go check the numbers to be so, but one day in the one day motherfucking – Ilya Taporia's um Octagon interview, 1.5 million. Sean, Sean O'Malley. Real Madrid posted. Did you see Real Madrid before the fight even posted like a whole clip of like all these famous people and Span- famous Spanish people wishing him good luck in this fight and like go bring the gold for Spain. And it's like Real Madrid's the most followed sports team on the planet, no matter what sport you're talking about. And that's a that's crazy exposure. You might not have that United States exposure. But like same way he'll be Muslim country, bro. The Spain, the Spanish, bro. Even Mexico might stand up for old boy. <laughs> he's bro. gonna have the he, people. And he has a Georgian side. Like the thing about it, he's gonna be so nice I if he can stay winning. If he can stay winning, stay fucking motherfuckers up. I think he's gonna be like one of those people that everybody hates in America, but you love to hate his ass. You can't beat him. Wait until he gets the English popping. Wait until he gets quick with it when he gets like comfortable speaking English, right? This guy might be a because yeah, he already he talks go. crazy in Spanish. The shit he be saying about like I, like all these people, where it's already like the translator be like, you "Want me to say that for real?" No, I, literally they say, "Hey, say it like you fucking said it." They said it like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we this is a real star. This is like you you, you can make a star and a star is born. And this was a start I was definitely born. She just has to keep winning. If he keeps winning, oh my gosh. And like what like, and then the we don't want to get into what is, but you can just think about it. I'll let people sit on this and like if he gets the max fight and what if he what if he wins that and what if he uh knocks off like 
Yair, like Dennis Ray, then he's going to be sitting there like, who's next type? I know Volk said he wanted to rematch, and I think he does get the right to a rematch. He's been long, like the champion for so long, number one pound yeah. for like he said five months ago. But but you know how I feel about the media rematches. Yeah, Taporia, though, is going to. Especially when it was like a closed casket case. Like Izzy, and Izzy versus Alex, I like an immediate rematch on that. And Izzy versus Sean, I'm not giving them the media rematch of that. Like, Volk, you ran the division, you did your thing, but and you also are 35, so get it in now. I fucking love Volk, but you know how I feel about immediate rematches. It's just not, it's not always not, it's not always the best money. Unfortunately, if Volk don't turn it around, he's going to be a prime candidate for one of the worst 2023s or 2024s with, uh, Nah, I just think he had an, a rough 2023 because of the both the Islam fights. And then 2024 just didn't start off the right way. That's what I'm saying. You don't fight Ilya Tapori again. Go fight. Go go beat a go be go beat a Josh Emmett real quick. Like go be Yeah, no, uh Featherweight's got some hitters too. So I mean it's to work <laughs> that you want Sean, but even if he doesn't get Sean, there's Max. And Yair waiting in the Brian. We gotta see what happens with Brian Ortega Yair next week. So like, there's some hitters waiting in the in the corners. I don't think Yair is the next. Should be a next contender because like, man, this man Ilya kill you. Yair, that's not even. It's crazy. That's not even close. Like, that's not even a close fight. Like that shit is crazy. Max, uh, he might be able to do something. He might be able to do. He might be able to run in there. But I'm, he's the quit the with the Max thing, is that Max got to fight Gaethje next, and is hopefully he doesn't get permanent damage that will linger into his next fights. Like they're just hoping that we get a Max versus Ilya on like full power Max. That's gonna be interesting, but I will see, man. But that was a great motherfucking main event. Shout out the new champion. I'm still riding with my dog Volk, even though he got knocked the fuck out. I'm still riding with my dog, but the craziest thing was the reactions to me, because that boy, Izzy, was watching the shit, because everybody was like, oh, yeah, Volk won the first round. We chilling. Like, Volk, do your thing. Next thing you know, you just see, like, oh, ooh. You just see the coldness in the Kamaru. I don't know. I be thinking Kamaru be doing a lot because of, um, that's just his personality. It just looks, but, you know, he, he, it was still a good reaction. Yeah. Um, It was a great reaction. Funny dude. But, um, Yeah. It's 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 this that's the that was the punch heard around the world. Facts. All right. Well, let's get into some of these other fights around around the block here. Gotta get into Robbie Whitaker, get into Dove over Paulo Costa, which was a close fight. I mean, Paulo with the one of the yeah, this fight it went to decision, but if you watched it, this was a fight you can watch over and over and over again. It was really down the wire. Paulo ran in that spinning heel kick. That really, I don't know how Whitaker withstood that uh, kick. It was right on the dome. Uh, but that boy got the fucking chin. I give him that. But, yeah, like, this shit went back and forth. I'm happy Robert Whitaker got the win. I thought he did enough to win because Paulo did land shots that probably were a little bit more devastating. But it was like, I don't always feel like you, have, you can reward the person that lands the one big shot, whereas the other person has been, like, landing a lot more shots. They're, they're devastating in their own right. Like, they like. They're not as big and as flashy, but, like, he's still doing damage and he's doing a lot more. He's landing a lot more than other guys. Yeah, I think the same. I think it was a good fight. I didn't expect Paulo Costa to um, match up so well with um, Robert Whitaker, but he definitely did his thing. He came in looking good. He caught him early with that uh, in the first round with that kick. 
Um, and then there's just a few more times where like it was like five minutes and if the if around five minutes and ten seconds, Paolo Costa could have got the dub in that one. But um, it was just an all around good fight. We love to see um Bobby Knuckles throwing that bitch and fucking win on his shield. Um, I definitely thought Bobby Knuckles won the fight, but good fight, good fight, good fight. It's it's tough to come on here and not hate on Paolo Costa because it would love to be cool. Oh yeah, no, Paolo, Paolo Costa sucks. Yeah, Paulo Costa from his fucking nutsack for this fight. He was ready to go for war. He grinded. He grinded on that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. That nobody's stock went down in that one. And then we had Geoff, uh, Jeff Neal lost to Ian Gary. Uh, honestly, talk about, it. Talk about bigger, it. Bigger than the fight itself, bro. Like, like the fight was eh. Like, a lot of booze because there was a lot of circle in the ring. A little one-two, get out of there, all that. I thought Ian Gary won. I'll leave that at that. But just the whole the high fives after every little thing, the fucking the the like I understand sportsmanship and shit, but like every almost it felt like a point where like every everything they're like yeah good shit high five high five even the coach was like don't high five them like fucking like it's not like fuck that fuck you can hear the coach scream it and like um it was a decent fight it was definitely a lot lackluster and a lot more friendly than what I was hoping for. Oh man, you know me. I wait for Ian Gary post press conference all the time. I don't really. Ian Gary's a good fighter. Um, it was just um, it was just a fight. Yeah, that's the best way to explain it. It was just a fight. It wasn't nothing too crazy. But yeah. Ian Gary talking about I fucking get Kobe Covington out of the division, out of the fucking UFC. I'm like, okay, that's a good fight to go straight because that's like Kobe fight probably like still top five. Right. So like he said, he would. Take Kobe Covington, drag him in front of Donald Trump, and beat his ass. And look at Donald Trump like this is what you created. Oh, like God damn! I like that angle, idea. I like that was kind of gangster. Um. Then uh, what else? He did say also in the post conference, he was like, "Everyone that's booing, everyone that's talking shit." Like he was, he was loving that villain role. He was like, "Keep doing it." And he was like, "But I want to see one of y'all when Jeff Neal with his like with his fucking haymakers is walking towards you." Not uh-huh. to get the fuck out of there. That's what, that nigga does have some heavy ass hands. I was I've been a big fan of Jeff Neal ever since I watched him fight Shavkart. You know he lost. I was like, oh, that boy can fight. So we had the three three hands fest. It was all hands in those three fights, and it's only right we got an all wrestling galore fight right here with Marab mauling. Like I said, that boy's a mauler. Mauled his way to another victory over gold medal winner, Triple C, Henry Cejudo himself, where a lot of people prior to the fight was like, was there was a lot of people talking shit, like, bro, Henry Cejudo, gold medal, Marab shit ain't going to work, like, da-da-da-da. And I was like, bro, I don't know about all that. Like, that pace, that that, that Russian that, or that Georgian wrestling shit is a little different. And, I mean, that boy had him on his fucking shoulder and walked him around the cage like it was a piece of meat and slammed. Literally. Literally. I mean, if Henry Cejudo, I mean, it'd be tough for me when it comes to certain Marab fights because, like, you fought his training partner. Like, Regis helped somebody train, um, prep for a camp to fight you, to, um, to fight you. And then he just prepped for a camp with the guy that beat you to fight you. Like, like when he fought Yon, like, I'm like, but they did two camps on this nigga. Like, yeah, back to back. Yeah, he's not even watching film. Like he's not even watching. You see it already. Like 
yo, let's get it in. Like, I already know what I got to do to this motherfucker. So, like, it, that'd, be, that'd be in the back of my mind. That's why I'm always going to pick Marab, especially when he fights against a guy that um he's, Aljo's already beat. But I'm always picking Marab because I also do think Marab's a little better than Aljo when it comes to their style of that wrestling. So I'm always picking Marab. But my thing about it is I didn't expect Triple C to get his ass whooped like that. He, that first round, he looked like he was doing whatever he could to defend it. I think I saw a Twitter video. Somebody was breaking it down. Triple C was using a lot of feints, a lot of feints. You know, I like a good feint. And then Marab was respecting those. But once in the second round, once Marab realized this motherfucker wasn't shit, this boy was getting them singles, taking them down, no problem. He's just getting a single to a trip. I'm like, God damn, bro, this is not Olympic style wrestling. Like, bro's literally just hitting you with the fundamentals and basics. You just can't keep up with his pace. And it's like, yo, Marab did his thing. Shout out Marab. If he continues his turn, there's no way that he can't be champion in this division, especially since he's next now. Because Dana even said, like, you know how I feel about Mar- you know how I feel about Marab and the whole my friend, my friends in the division, I don't. But there's nobody. There's, he's going for the champ. He's going for the belt next for sure. Like, that's not I respect question. it sometimes, but and like Henry Cejudo is the, one of the most decorated combat athletes ever. I'll give him that. He did retire a little early. He didn't have to retire when he did. But him coming back, he lost to the champion and probably soon to be champion in your first two fights back. Like it's right. not, it's not bad. Like he's still a top five guy in the division, probably. Like he's like someone like Kyle was the one I was like, yeah, this guy always loses when I watch him. I'm like, yeah, like his two fights back were against the number one and number two of the division, and like this happens to be a little older now, lost that step. All right, so here's my here's here's the take real quick before we go. I'm not a hater. I do think Henry Cejudo's cringy. I'm not a hater. But I don't like the, the title. You know, I don't like titles in general. But I don't like the title greatest combat athlete of all time. I like, I think you're a decorated at combat. You're a decorated combat athlete for sure. But I don't think there was a single sport where somebody that you were ever considered number one in. So, like, how can, I don't really consider you. I think there's people that have one sport. And that could probably consider themselves better than me. Because there's never a point where Tim was Henry Cejudo ever like pound for pound number one. He may have been after he beat Demetrius Johnson. Because John Jones was still in Because Demetrius Johnson was number one pound for pound for a long time. But Jose Aldo, yeah. so then when Henry Cejudo beat, because Demetrius Johnson was on like a 12 fight win streak type shit, Henry Cejudo moved to his division and beat him. Then I, he, there, is a, there is a potential he was number one after that. Okay, I'm gonna just be like, how you consider yourself the greatest if you just like weren't the best? And one of the few but, double um, champs that actually like defended the belts too. But I like what you said, most decorated. Like I actually like that most decorated. People defending both belts. I don't know if he defended both. I think he did because he had to. De- they did run it back with Demetrius Johnson. Like they had multiple fights. So and then definitely defended the belt in his division. He won it as well. I don't know if it was simultaneously <laughs> defended, but there were his defenses. So, yeah, so I'm not a hater. I don't want to hate because I do like you did earn what you did. Who was a hater, though? Who was a hater was Dana White because Henry Cejudo, after this fight, retired again. You can say he did it a second time. So Dana White didn't even give him an octagon interview. And then afterwards, when asked about it, when Henry Cejudo hinted that he's probably retiring after this fight anyway, all that, like, why didn't you give him the mic afterwards? And he's like, he already retired. He did that two years ago or some shit. Like, yeah, I was like, damn. 
Yeah, Dana did say that, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, you can't do, you can't leave something for three years and expect to come back and everything smooth." Yeah, so I was like, "Because imagine if he had got Marab first instead of the title shot, because in the shadow battle, oh, he would have never even seen Aljo. That shit. Oh, oh my gosh. Then uh, we could. Uh, I know you like your your lady. Your lady was on the card. Amanda Lemos took care of your lady. I'm sorry about that, but. I think you picked Dern out of respect, but I know me and uh, Romeo were big. Like, yeah, Lemo's like same thing as uh, uh, same thing about um, Jessica Andrade. Like, this is the same style. Like, you're just not built to fight. I will say she did a lot better against Lemo's. It was a very competitive fight, especially early. Uh, definitely himself, but Lemo's as a dog took care of business for me. Yeah, she's tough. She's tough. I'm a dirt move. All right. This is one of those fights I don't think stocks drop. I think Darren should probably start stringing along some W soon because the contracts, it's contracts. But I'm not going to get into that. But um, she fought well. Like, I liked it. Like, she, she's tough. She's a tough motherfucker. But Lemos is just her for real. Shout out Lemos for winning this motherfucker. Shout him out. Anything else yeah. on this card? Because I know that boy Renia was on the card, but it was a disappointing fight. Was no finish, but Dude, I I know you was mad. I know that boy lost me somewhere. That's why I was not even talking about him on this card. Oh crap! But that was a fun card. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was like the card was good. I feel like the card was like a six and a half, seven, maybe at most. Like you're giving them, like you had to love UFC to give it a seven. But then when that Taporia KO happened, it like bumped that bitch up to like a nine. Like that, like that literally that moment was like, God damn, this is what I stood up all night for. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That shit shot up to a nine, Paul. I agree with that, like wholeheartedly. Like you're just kind of watching the fights when they're on. But then when that moment happened, you're like, whoa! I had to go to I had to go to Twitter. I had to go see what the fuck was being said. Rewatch the clip. Fucking, it was crazy. Good card. Good card. Left but, good. Fun fact, I was supposed to go to this R&B night with these, um, with, with this, with the crew, with the crew, and then was, um, and you know me, Paul, I don't dance, I'm not no dancing ass <laughs> nigga, I'm a, I'm a vibe, but like, I don't know none of the lyrics, um, so, what would I do, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this fucking fight, and I'm hoping that bitch goes five rounds, man, that nigga can knock this nigga out, boy, hey, I should my pick. And then I, by the time I got there, niggas was already sweaty. Niggas was musky. Niggas was, was like, I was, <laughs> I was good kid. I got, I got there for the last song. I got in there, snuck in, and I just started shaking my head. Yeah, it was bumping at Usher. And I was like, yeah, and I uh-huh. got out of fire today. Sounds like a vibe, though. Oh yeah, sounds like they look like they have fun, but like. Yeah, and I did exactly what I needed to. Got up in there, got up out of there. Life is good. Shout out, shout out MMA for saving me from from the musky niggas. Shout out MMA. Shout out UFC two ninety eight. It was a good ass card. We enjoyed it. Minus it wasn't our boy, wasn't our guy Volk. But we're watching a new star be born, so we're witnessing we're witnessing something special. So we're just buckle up and enjoy the ride. Yeah, at this point. As always, we appreciate everybody watching. Go down and like and subscribe. Comment what your thought on the card was. You made some money, lost some money. Let us hear it. I'm Paul Pickle-Wino. Join with Kevin, Waterboy, Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, but well, now y'all know, motherfuckers. <laughs>